Week seven, it's the Bipocalypse. We're here, but most of our teams aren't. Spence, what's up, man? How are you? I'm recovering, Kurt. Again, never too high, never too low, but uh, keeping those high vibrations and looking to bounce back from a rough week. Yeah, came came down to earth after uh, it just shows. Week-to-week league, high score and then one of the low scores. So uh, you just got to time it right. But there has been some trades going on. So we've decided to bring on the expert, the art of the deal. Tim, welcome, man. How are it's you? It's not me anymore. You, you take the crown on that. Well, but we'll, I am we'll I am happy to be here, as one would say. And we're ready to dive into this trade. A lot going on with it. I don't think it's as bad as everyone thinks. Well, we'll, we'll get to the trade. But before we do that, uh, give us, you know, how, how are you feeling about your team? The best that never was. Are they ready to become the best there could be? Unfortunately, I don't believe so. It's going to be a rough week. I don't think anyone has ever not been able to start an entire lineup, maybe like not a tight end or a kicker historically, but I legit don't have a running back or a flex to put in unless I want to drop some players. So cool. it's going to be bad, but, uh, you know, we'll try and get through it. So to answer your question, you know, t- times are rough. Yeah, times are rough. Um, we're we're going to break down the bye weeks a lot as we go through the matchups because there's going to be a lot of teams who have to decide between dropping good players or not starting a lineup. Um, but overall, once you get through this week, you think you're a contender or, or do you need to make some moves? I think I'm good. You know, I've made some moves, so, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens if people get healthy, but yeah, the bye week is just, I, I mean, you would think that with the extra week, the extra game at it, that there wouldn't be this heavily of a bye week with so many teams on one by during a week but right did the extra game add add more to this i, I really i'm really confused on how this happened because i really can't think of this ever happening ever with all these good teams and all these good players out at once yeah well all right so let, let's talk trades so before we break down because we had the trades last sunday i think was that game day or no maybe the saturday before when you and suggs were we're firing them off um we'll get into that one and then we'll get, <laughs> yeah. get into the one suggs and i made uh, but but big picture, you, every year you're typically one of the people involved in a lot of trades. When you're negotiating, what makes a good trade partner? You know, obviously teams are involved or both teams involved want to get better. But, you know, what are without giving away too many secrets, what are the recipes to making a trade go down? Responsiveness. You want to have somebody that responds to you, at least either give me a no, give me a maybe just fucking give me anything. You got people out there that don't even respond. You send them a trade, they leave you on red, and it's like, okay, are you thinking about it? Are you telling me to fuck off? Which one is it? So you always like to have someone that's responsive. That's the key. Yeah. Um, And then also, you might want to look at somebody that might be a little bit more desperate, someone with uh, obviously uh, a not winning record maybe. And then just look historically, who's going to trade? Suggs typically does trade, so I'll – I figured, you know, me and him could do some business. Um, but there's also a lot of guys out there that, you know, I'm, I'm shocked Nash actually traded. Um, you know, typically he doesn't. So those are a couple of key factors I look into. Yeah, so you mentioned responsiveness, but when, when, trade, when trade talks heat up, 
and then they don't work out or break down, you know, what, what typically goes wrong? Um, it's the group chat. It's, if we didn't have a group chat, like we have a lot more trades would probably go down. People are so scared to fucking come in there and have people come for the throats. Like, yeah, if it wasn't for the group chat, we, we definitely have a lot more trades. I mean, look what happened to Pross last year. You guys tipped, um, spent some as, you know, scared them off from the freaking league. And look at Nash this year, like just gets crucified for a trade that on paper, it looks really bad. But then if you really look into it, it's might not as bad as you think. Yeah. And I agree. Like if this was an anonymous league, I feel like trades would be flying around, but people are scared to lose the trade. So, you know, last question. That and the bench down. spots don't help. So, yeah, the, the, last, the, the bench spots certainly don't help either. Sorry, good. Yeah. So then last question, just, you know, kind of on a macro level, how can people change their thinking or, or change their priorities so that more trades happen and, you know, this, we create an environment that's a little more conducive to, to making some deals. I think we got to add an extra bench spot or at least add an, a, a, like a legit IR spot. If we had a legit IR spot, you know, people like Brad, uh, Spence, you know, you could have those players that are legit hurt in the IR spot. So thus you can actually pick up some more players. Spence is not going to trade anyone. He's got two players on IR right now. He can't give up any depth for a good player because he just doesn't have the, the room for that. So that might be one way. Um, but yeah, I mean, you just can't be, can't be scared to lose a trade. Um, you know, if you're in a good spot, maybe you shouldn't, but if you do, I do have a losing record, like Nash did, yeah, losing record. He took a, took a risk. You can't really knock that. Yeah. See, and I actually, I mean, you know, the IR is a separate issue, but I, I disagree. Like I, I think Brad at two and four, I mean, he has a good team. They've just scored a lot of points, but with Chris McCaffrey on by, so or on IR, he was out last week. I guess he's going to be out maybe three weeks total or two more weeks. And they're saying it's a serious injury. Like in my mind, I'm trading him. I'm trading him to a team that's in first place or second place. And I'm trying to get two really good players back. Like I'm going to Tron and saying, you know, let me get uh, like, let me get James Robinson plus a receiver or something like that, where otherwise this guy's burning a hole in your bench. And I mean, you're going to be two and six or two and seven or three and six before you know it. Yeah, a little tricky with him. Um, he does have the the backup. It would be very different if he didn't have Chuba, yeah. I would say. But since he does have him, you're not getting Christian McCaffrey points, but you're getting RB2 points. So it's a little different if, if he didn't have him. But, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. Spence is awfully quiet. Uh, I was just, you know, good good banter going on there. <laughs> um, I, I think that um, looking – reanalyzing everything, I think that – we do need an IR spot just because injuries happen, a legit IR spot. And I actually like the, the, the amount of spots that we have for the bench because it does keep the waiver wire spicy and it does keep trades to a minimum. And like, I, for instances where Kurt touched on where it's like a hurt player where somebody's not going to get any value. Okay, cool. I think like that's a clear cut where like I can get back, I can get back points this week, but everything else is a shot in the dark. So like you don't know, like you're trading, like you're either trading for a reason, like, like you're trading because they had a good week or trading because they had a bad week. 
So who's who's to say that they're not going to come back and turn turn that around next week? So I feel like everybody that trades, they end up in the pretty much the same position that they would have been had they not made the trades if it wasn't otherwise an injured player that they traded. Yeah. Not- I used I used to be anti-IR as like recently as the beginning of this season. Um, my phone just started listening to me. Uh, but I think that's because, and I'm changing my mind now. And I think it's because, you know, the IR, the NFL IR rules used to be six games or eight games or something like that. But now they have the short-term IR that's three weeks. So what what we've been seeing is teams like NFL teams have been putting more people on IR because they're like, all right, we'll have this dude back in a month rather than we'll have this dude. We're going to, he's going to miss half the season. Um, So I feel like, Five years ago, before they changed this rule, Christian McCaffrey wouldn't be on IR right now. He would just be – he'd have a questionable tag for like a month straight. Right, like Kareem Hunt, CEH wouldn't be on IR. Yeah. They would just be hurt. So I think yeah. with the, the league rule changes, I think we got to adapt. Yeah. Adapt or die. <laughs> All right. Um, well, cool. Let's, let's get into it. So um, the trades – so the first one, most recent, uh, I traded Alvin Kamara for Cordell Patterson and got Jonathan Taylor for Justin Jefferson. So obviously, I think it makes my team better. And oh, you think? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think we have higher hashtag upside um, on on any given level because before that. I had in my mind a bunch of number two receivers, like a bunch of guys who are ranked like the 10th best receiver to the 25th best receiver, you know, like DJ Moore, CeeDee Lamb, Jerry Judy. None of them were like number one alphas where I think Justin Jefferson is a top 10 receiver. So I get that. Um, plus I swap or, you know, a running back for Alvin Kamara, but you know, to the Natchez side, like, Giving away a really good player in Alvin Kamara, who uh, <laughs> they can't see him, it's making a face. Uh, you know, the one thing I don't, Taysom Hill might be out for a while because that he got carted off the field last week. And that means Kamara. <laughs> All right, well, he wasn't there yesterday. Kamara could give goal line rushes. No, so, I'm sorry, he did not practice today. Oh, uh, gosh, it did not. All right. So, you know, the last thing before you guys can say what you got to say. Uh, Cordell Harrison is actually the highest scoring player of this group, you know, on a per game average. Um, and he's a 30 year old journeyman special teams player. Personally, I don't think it will continue. That's, that's why I traded him. Um, but the dude's averaging 21 points a game and he's already had his buy and Alvin Kamara's already had his buy, which I try to do like just some back, back of napkin math because, um, Jefferson's on by this week. Jonathan Taylor's on by week 14. So, I mean, that's, that's like an extra, you know, in Patterson's, you know, point, it's an extra 21 points for that week. He's not going to miss. And, um, Kamara, that's an extra 18 points or 17 points, whatever he's averaging per game. So, I, can't listen to I mean, yeah, I, I think I've heard enough. Like we get, we get, we, we get, we get why you did it. You don't need to convince us. No, fuck out of here. No, no. I'm not listening to that bullshit. No, what I'm saying is, I'm saying I don't think Nash deserves as much shit as he's getting. Son, stop. Stop. You replace 
So instead of having Godwin, Jefferson, Booker, and uh, JT, you have Godwin, Patterson, Kamar, and Booker. And we're definitely not looking at Kamar the same way we, the same way we were last year. Okay, they played Washington and he had a good game. Who the fuck hasn't had a good game against Washington? But look <laughs> at the rest of his games. He is like he we we have we talked about that on the thread. He's been underperforming. Jameis doesn't like to check down. And then you come off like JT, they're finally giving JT the ball. Somebody said, Oh, he's very good. Give him the ball more. And they start he starts fucking going off. And oh my god, and this is my thing. All right, cool. If you gave him Alvin Kamara and and Cordero Patterson, then I say that's a solid trade. You might have you might have got gave up a little bit more. For you might have gave up a little bit too much for that. You mean just for Justin or just for Jonathan JT. Taylor? Yeah, okay. yeah uh, for Jonathan Taylor. Then, okay, that's a bit more even. But to give up this this is what I mean. The sound like so you you essentially saying like you're swapping out players for what? That doesn't make any that doesn't make your team any better in any scenario. You're talking about him. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if those are your starters. Let me throw this out there. Would you have done Jonathan Taylor and Chris Godwin for Patterson and Kamara? That would have made a little bit more sense. But would you have done that? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. So in Nash's defense, you know, I kind of got to find something here. I mean, he had to do something and he would not have gotten a better offer than that. If he really wanted to trade those two players, he wouldn't have got a better offer. Who was going to give him Kamara-esque and then someone like Cordero Patterson who's going off right now? So if he really wanted to make a deal, like Spence, you would not have given him Derrick Henry and Mike Williams. No, I would not have. All right, then. I, like, it, but I'm, what I'm saying is, okay, I'm not saying about is there a better offer. Sometimes the best offer is no offer, okay, because it doesn't make your team any better, and it puts another team in so much better a position that – that, that, that can actually win the championship. Nash has no fucking chance of winning the championship this year, but he just gave somebody a much better shot. So you, he's fighting to make the playoffs while giving somebody a clear-cut shot. Like, this team is not making – this team is not winning the fucking championship. But you look at Kurt's team, and now he's a clear-cut favorite. So it's, it's like you're playing – he's playing for third place to say, oh, I didn't get the pink shirt. No, bitch, shut the fuck up and stay in last place. That's where you belong this year. Sometimes that happens. I, I don't know. I mean, because he has to win this week. And, you know. He doesn't Cordero, have to win this week. That's, no, he not doesn't. True. It's an extra week in the, in the, in the, in the, the league is so close. I mean. Well, I, I convinced him he had to win this week. <laughs> well, I'm sure you did. But if you look at it, let's, let's not crown this motherfucker yet, Spence, all right? Like, he gave up his RB2 CPAT RB1, if you will. Okay. Dude was going off. I don't, is it going to end? I mean, it hasn't yet. So therefore he's going to have to bench T Higgins, Chanel, Rondell Moore, and he's going to have to start Javante Williams week in, week out at his RB two. So I mean, it's it's not any better, but right. So did it make his team better on paper? Absolutely. But if CPAT and Jefferson stay on the same level that they've been contributing, I'd rather have the running back spot contribute rather than the receiver spot since he was already stacked at receiver. So, see, I, I yeah, 
I disagree because I think I can uh, an RB two is much easier to find later on. Like especially when it, the playoffs come around and you only need to win one game at a time. Like Dearness Johnson could get sixteen points tonight. Yeah, uh, for I mean, one that, week. That's true. And you're gonna yeah, I, I get that. Um, but I'm just I'm I'm trying to help out here. Okay, you know. <laughs> And, and listen, this this is after he has dropped T.J. Hawkinson. So, th- th- this is insult to injury. And dropped I, Odell Beckham. Well, I mean, I think Odell's dropping at this. And took Gaskin in the third. Y- yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he's just having a bad year, man. Like, yeah, and I, and I, and it, it is it's frustrating me because I think he's out trying to outthink himself. Like he's trying to do too much. I mean, I think we spent a lot of time on this. People have their opinions. Obviously, we, we believe Kurt won this trade. But if Patterson does this week what he's been doing, then maybe it's a wash. You never know. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Um, so last week, you guys had a double trade. Uh, Calvin Ridley, Michael <laughs> Carter for Amari Cooper, Cortland Sutton. Um and then you swapped back Michael Carter to get Marvin Jones, who Marvin Jones had a nice little touchdown. Uh, maybe a nominee for a plug and play of the week, a, tr- a special edition trade plug and play of the week. Uh, but yeah, so so what were you trying to do there? Um, I was just trying to get a wide receiver one um, by low on Ridley, you know, hoping that he can come back after the bye week and start putting up numbers like he's done historically. So that, that's really the the reason for it whenever i'm trading i always want to be the one who gets the best player out of the trade so even if you give up depth i want the best player so in that trade you would think ridley would be the best player but obviously we'll see and also amari cooper dude i'm I'm done with him like if he didn't get those two touchdowns the past two weeks before last week he'd been in single digits so therefore he would have been in single digits those two weeks plus only 10 points last week CeeDee Lamb's the alpha there. Cooper's just an afterthought. And then also, I do like Sutton. It took him a while to come on. But he's getting like 14 targets a game, whatever it is. He's leading the league in air yards, I think. Obviously, that's going to stop when Judy comes back. I mean, Teddy, the trash man, Bridgewater, is always playing in garbage time. So, I mean, that's not going to happen every week. So, that's really the thought behind it. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it made both your teams better. Yeah, better. I agree. And, and a big part of it was getting Kadarius Tony as well. I was like, all right, well, I got Tony. I can plug and play him every week. And then, of course, he gets hurt. So here we are. No regrets. No regrets. Spence, you got anything to add before we go into uh, some waiver wire activity? No. I think it was. Yeah. All right. Making moves. So this past week, um, the two significant uh, bids were Dearness Johnson by Tim for 20 fab, and then uh, Ramon Jerry Stevenson by Spence for 15. So, Tim, Dearness goes to the end zone. What's uh, Let's hope so. How do you feel? I mean, I had no choice, to be honest. If I wanted any shot of winning this week, I, I had to get them. Um, and that's really all it boiled down to. I spent, I think, all my money besides $1 on it. And it's I had to because Spence had a bid in there for 16 So, you know, I was right. And 
in that regard and how much money he was going to go for. So, yeah, I mean, it's him or bust this week. If he plays well, then I'll try and make some moves to fill some spots. If he plays bad, I'm probably just going to take the L and go on to Cincinnati. Spence, uh, Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, um, I like the usage that he got against the Cowboys. Um, I'm kind of desperate right now. I, I, I like him better than I like Dearness. Then why'd you have more money on Dearness? Did I? No, I had 16. You had 16 on Dearness, 15 on Ramondre. Oh, well, I guess I didn't. Um, <laughs> maybe I didn't. Um, I don't know. It's too many stone aid that night, maybe. I, I was going for one of one of, one of those guys. Um, I, obviously, I need a running back. All my running backs are hurt. Apparently, Derek has Derek Henry missed practice today. Um, right. So I'm struggling right now. Um, but yeah, I, I like these three catches. That's all I can say. Yeah, yeah I mean, and I, the reason I also put more money. I thought I thought McFly. He's got 26. I thought he might put some money on that running back because. He's got two empty spots at RB this week, and he hasn't done anything. Besides, he did pick up Patterson, but he's probably drop him. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, um, Steve Stevenson could be interesting just because no one has really come out and like taken over that James White role. Um, so, like you said, he had a couple of catches last week, so maybe that'll be him. Um, no, I think you know I, I agree with both those pickups. You gotta gotta do something. Um, all right, plug and play of the week brought to you by Tim. Tim, uh, so we're going to let you decide, uh, plug and play of the week. Our, our nominees are, uh, Daryl Williams, which I have to check to see if he was eligible because I think you already had him. I Bill already had him, which like. I'm gonna put so, an I'm gonna put an asterisk next to that one. He still um, plug and played him, but did he pick him yeah. up? Plug and play for, him. Yeah. Get for it. the rules, I think it. I think it should be you gotta you gotta pick him before you before you plug him in the same week. Um, so drama had Cole Beasley. I have no idea if, if he had him already. Um, he did not. He did not. Think. All right. Uh, he also had Khalil Herbert, who who he had a great game. And then um, special uh, special nomination by me, um, the Marvin Jones plug and play via trade. Well, I think you got to get rid of the Marvin Jones, the Khalil Herbert, because those two teams lost. Yeah. I mean, if it's a plug and play, not you know, you're winning some kind of award. You got to win the game. Yeah, you play so, really good. Yeah, got to go to Cole Beasley. So even even though Drama did have the win wrapped up before Cole Beasley even played, I think I think we'll still go ahead and just give it to him. <laughs> he can't. He couldn't help. We played that week. I wonder who that was. Oh, there he is. Yeah. So yeah, Cole Beasley fired up. Twenty twenty one points, right? Twenty one fucking points. All right. So on to week seven. Five apocalypse. Uh, every league I'm in, it's what people are bitching about. It's all over Twitter. It's all over TikTok, ESPN, Yahoo, NFL, every website. So here are the Ratchet, teams on by. Ratchet, Ratchet TV, everywhere, man. Hood, 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 Ratchet, Ratchet, Ratchet TV. Dot TV. Uh, TV, Hoods and News. 
what, what is that? And how did he find that? Anyway. Uh, he's got a problem. Uh, all right. So here are the teams on by. Um, and this is important to the, to the question I'm going to ask. So we got Bills, Cowboys, Jaguars, Chargers, Vikings, Steelers. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. In just in terms of quantity, this is the biggest bye week of the season. So, by Mokulis, should we make any changes to league structure, or is this just a freak thing where all of these teams are fantasy significant, and it's just we all got to deal with it? I think it's just a freak thing that hopefully we'll we'll never see again. Um, nothing we can really do about it. I think I think the IR spot's the huge thing. Wouldn't help me this week, but it, it would help some other folks. Yeah, because, I mean, these are all, like, great uh, fantasy teams, like, Bill, especially Bills, Cowboys, Chargers, Vikings. I right. mean, e- even the, the Jags and Steelers have multiple starters on them. So, I guess my theory is kind of, like, if this was the Dolphins. And- this was, like, last week you had the fucking Jets and the Falcons on a bye week. Like, yeah. you should have thrown the Jets this week and had Buffalo last week or some shit. Yeah, this was like the the Dolphins and Washington, um, maybe maybe even like the Broncos or the Bear like the Bears. If this was just six shitty teams, I don't think it would like be hitting the same. Not at all. Um, just a freak act, a freak of nature event. So, <laughs> what you gonna do? It's like the the blood moon eclipse, the wolf blood moon eclipse. Yep. There's been some articles out there, some videos that for people that are maybe in the situation like me, other folks that instead of blowing up your team, dropping people you shouldn't drop, you just take the L and you move on. So, yeah, I feel like they're asked because uh, I know some leagues who they'll like, if you don't start a full roster, like if you pull a Fez, like you get fined like five of your bad budget or something, but yeah, I feel like this week you just have to be like, all right, this is an intentional. Yeah, no you can start. put me in a negative five if that was the case. <laughs> it was towards next year. All right, so week seven matchups. Uh, it's going to be pretty ugly, but we got some good ones. Oh, and last week, um, pretty big mix-up. All the lower seeds won. So the league, the league has actually stayed pretty close. Um, all right, so first game we got up. It ain't sauce, it's gravy against Koji's Vengeance. He's coming off uh, a big win. Maybe even one, two in a row. I'll have to check that. But um, what do you guys think about this one? Well, I mean, what are you doing? You, you, you need to drop somebody and pick somebody up. You're going to start nobody? No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick somebody up. I got, I got some plans. Well, you uh, need to have your roster set before the damn podcast. You freaking went after Pross last week for not setting up his roster by Thursday. What's going on here? Well, he had a <laughs> he had a full bench though. I'm I'm trying to I'm timing out waivers right now. So yeah, I'm taking a look at it. Um, I mean, he's got Ty Hilton in that probably won't play. Are you dropping Chanel? Yeah. Unless, unless um, somebody wants to trade for him, I'll pretty much take anything better than what's on the waiver wire right now. So, 
uh, holler at me. I'm thinking you, you're probably going to take the Dale this week, Kurt. I think uh, the, the bye weeks are going to hurt you too much. You got Lamb and some guy that you've never even had on your team, Jefferson, out. Um, I think that trade hurts you this week, so I think you're going to lose. But, I mean, after that, you're going to be fine. Yeah, unfortunately, um, I, I, I'd like Mark to keep losing. But uh said it last week, I, I don't think his record reflects the strength of his team. Obviously, he showed up last week. Uh, I think he's going to have a two-game win streak after this week. Yeah, I mean, Fournette, dude, he's fucking murdering it, dude. He came out of nowhere. Was he even but drafted? Regular season, Lenny. I don't – Uh, maybe. I don't – I know he's picked off waivers in my other league, but I don't I don't know if he was on waivers in this league, but, man, that – He was, he was uh, on waivers. Yeah, he was drafted in the, the 12th round. By drama? Yeah. All right, well, that, no pickup of the year, but, I mean – Shit, maybe he keeps that up and John will start winning some games. So, I think he gets to three and four. Kurt, you're gonna be joining me at four, at four and three. We'll see. We'll see. I like uh, I like Jonathan Taylor in prime time to uh, lead me to victory. So, uh, I think I'm hoping Baltimore is gonna shut down this this high flying Cincinnati offense, keep his score low, and uh, I don't I don't see this being a high scoring matchup on either side. But gonna pull out the W. All right, on to the next one. The dog versus the Bear Jew. Uh, Bear Jew in second place at four and two, going up against the Dog Abides at three and three in seventh place. Um, dog, did he, he, did he win last week? Yeah, he beat me. Yeah, so Dog took, took the trash talk after we, we buried his team. We we said it was over. Sent condolences to his loved ones. That it's it's all she wrote. Start mock drafting, and then he turned around and and pulled off a big upset. Um, so Sam's got some major buys. Um, it looks like he is going to be starting Kenny Gainwell and maybe Patterson. Um, he'll probably drop, he'll, he'll put a full line together, but what do you guys think about this one? This is ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I can't even put a full lineup in and this might be uglier than, than my team right now. I don't know. Um, you just flip a coin here. You got to really see what, what Sam puts in, but I, I, th- I think Pross got lucky last week that went against me. You got some garbage time points. Latavius Murray did not practice today. I doubt he plays. Barkley is not playing. Um, I think Sam, we got, Sam will probably get the W. You got uh, Robert Woods versus Detroit. Stafford's going to light it up versus them. And you got Hopkins going against Houston in the revenge mm. game. So uh, Sam needs to put a lineup together here, but I think he'll, I think he'll get the W. Yeah, I think Sam can leave his lineup empty and still get the W. <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, just because of the Hopkins against Houston and Brady's on fire. You got Debo Samuel coming back off by. I think Jimmy Jimmy G's coming back. Um, so, yeah, I I, I, th- I think Sam wins on paper, and I'd like Sam to win so Dog can lose. Yeah, maybe he's shopping. Uh, maybe he should. He's shopping around uh, Fonte Smith for maybe a running back out there. Who knows? 
Who knows? Um, unfortunately, I don't have any to give away. But uh, yeah, dogs, dogs team. I mean, we said it last week. It's ugly. It is ugly. He's starting Felton, who's, for all we know, he's like the third string running back and the third string receiver at the same time on Cleveland, going into what's going to be probably one of the worst games of the year. Uh, I'm hearing high winds and like and hail. In I'm so pissed tonight. I lost to him. It makes no sense. Uh, fa- <laughs> fucking fantasy, dude. I'm watching the fucking games last week. Kyler Murray throws a fucking a garbage time ass touchdown like AJ Green when they're up by like 30. And then Teddy fucking garbage time man Bridgewater throws Noah Fan a touchdown with like two minutes left when they're down by 30. I wound up losing by five. I tell you, man, I saw that happen and I was like, it's going to come back to fucking bite me. So you never know. Shit can happen, but he should fucking lose. I'm angry if you can't tell. Yeah, the only thing I'll say about this one, it's a um, sexy up-and-coming tight end matchup. Kasiki versus Fant. So I uh, gotta look for the bright spot in this matchup. But sounds like we're all we're all taking the bear too. All right. On to our next game. Uh, no name. Going against the fantasy football team, no name, four and two in third place. Uh, going against the fantasy football team, two and four in 10th place. Uh, I think, I believe no name got the win last week. He righted the ship. He's got, uh, he's got Josh Allen and Diggs on by this week. So catching him at a good time, but at the same time, Suggs has Cooper and Deontay Johnson on by. Uh, what do you guys think about this one? I mean, good for these guys. I mean, they really overcame the the bye week here. Um, as far as being able to put a, a full lineup in a decent lineup, both of them had pretty decent lineups this week, given you know Amari Cooper, Deontay Johnson, and Diggs and Allen on a bye. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah, this could be our shootout of the week. I believe so. He's probably maybe the two highest this week. Taking a look at it, um, I think we got to keep an eye on uh, Sterling Shepard on Suggs' team. He practiced fully on Wednesday, but then he was limited today with the hamstring. So that's never good when you're downgrading your practice activity. Mm. So we'll keep an eye on that. Um, but then we got No Name has Cup, Hardman, and Kelsey going against Tennessee. They could put up some points. And he's got Williams. So I do think Suggs has a good lineup, but I think I'm going to take Bill this week. Yeah, I got to ride with the wave and go with Bill as well. Um, strictly because I need Suggs to lose for the standing purposes. All right, I'm, right. I'm going to go the opposite way. Uh, I'm, I'm taking the fantasy football team because no Allen, no Diggs, um, and – Rodgers and Jones are going against Washington. Um, Chase Edmonds going against Houston. Goddard, this is going to be his first game without Ertz, so he's going to be running the show. Um, Mitchell in prime time. He's got some good matchups. Uh, this will be probably Sutton's last week, you know, being, being the only receiver in town for Denver. So this is going to be a big one for – are we, are we getting an alert? I, I, I have breaking, I have breaking news. news here. Um, I feel like Thank Adam you. Schefter right now. 
the da, bear da, Jew, da, da, da. the bear Jew has dropped Jared Patterson and picked up a DJ Dallas. So I don't know if that helps him, but something to keep an eye on. Is Alex Collins out? Alex Collins uh, participated in practice. Okay. So we'll see. Uh, DJ Dallas did have some catches last week. I think he had 12 points. So I like it. Not against it. Yeah. Uh, He was one of the guys I was thinking about grabbing. Same. Um, That's why I randomly know they had 12 points. (laughs) He did have a couple catches yet. Um, All right. So that way we got two for no name, uh, one for the fantasy football team. Next up, upside going against Nashty. Uh, the new look Nashty in 12th place, one and five, back against the wall, going against upside, three and six. But I think he is still the second highest scoring team. Don't quote me on that. Um, what do you guys think about this one? His uh, his running backs slash receivers are looking new and improved. <laughs> Yeah, Injections I'm, here ain't too sex good, Spence. I'm I'm really liking AJ's team. Um, I think it's uh, I, th- I think it's really hitting his stride. Uh, he had a big win last week, if I'm correct. Um, his his team looks solid from top to bottom. Um, Adams is having a hell of a year. Joe Mixon is healthy. I mean, that, that, that's a win in and of itself. Daryl Henderson is is catching some balls now. Um, what did Allen Robinson do last week? Like Either like way. Nine. Like nine yeah, points, I mean, maybe. Listen, this is a. I think this is a, might be a make or break, make or break week for Allen Robinson. If he doesn't have any a good game against Tampa Bay, then I think he's droppable. Listen, I have I have been told um, by sources close to the podcast there is another league that a few people are in where Allen Robinson was dropped. Indeed. Yeah. Um, so he's already he might be there in, in some people's opinions. So I did yeah. offer a trade for him. It was it was heavily negotiated and declined ultimately. So I offered him, yeah, I got I was giving him Marvin Jones and Julio for Allen Robinson and Naheem Hines. It's really just throwing shit at shit, to be honest with you. I thought that he might go for it because I think Marvin Jones might be the best player out of that trade. Um, but like I said, ultimately he had declined. So anyways, yeah, like I think Spence is right. It's really make or break for Allen Robinson. But I think unfortunately for AJ, well, I guess fortunate for him, he does have Jarvis, which if I'm him, I'm even I'm taking A-Rob out of the lineup and I'm plugging and playing Jarvis tonight. I mean, you got the backup quarterback, no Odell. It's going to be raining. The running backs aren't there. He's going to be checking it down all night to Jarvis, I feel like. Well, uh Speaking of, of checking down, I mean, obviously, I need AJ to lose because we're right around each other in the standings. But with this week, I'm either putting McKissick in the lineup or I am aggressively shopping him around. I would give up a lot for, for McKissick right now. You got uh, Gibson, who's one tackle away from, from fucking up his, his leg, his already injured shin. And they're going to be playing Green Bay. They're going to be down two touchdowns the whole time. So it's going to be checked down city. I, like, I don't know how you don't start McKissick. 
I offered a rate of trade as well for him. Um, I think Jason has been trying to get McKissick since like week two. So I just think AJ, I mean, he's got the points. I think his record doesn't reflect, you know, his team. So he's probably just holding on to his team and just waiting for those points to, you know, finally equal wins. But like, I think, I think AJ does get the win here. Um, I think it's closer than you think though. Um, obviously the, the projections don't look too sexy. That's because Booger's projected one point, obviously he'll re, he'll be projected at least 10 more points than that. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's close. I, I, I mean, I think Nash's team looks better this week today than it did yesterday. So congrats. Your team looks better for one week, but it's still not going to matter. I think AJ's still going to win. Yeah, tough, tough matchup for Nash. Got to go with AJ on this one. Um, Spence, you got anything bad? Yeah, yeah, I got, I got Nash. Oh, I, I'm sorry, I got AJ winning this one. Um, I think Nash team sucks. <laughs> 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 We've established that. Wait, All right. have Miles Gaskin on his team? He's on the bench, which where is he should be. Okay. Yeah. Miles Gaskin on the bench. And when honestly, such a cock tease by the Dolphins. Like to go, he gets point in his starting lineup, gets 0.3 points. He benches him, gets 31 points. Again, benches him against the best run defense in the league, Tampa. He gets 31.9 points, throws him in the lineup, and he comes back with a 3.4. That's just that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, what can you do there? It's like (laughs) if you draft him in the fifth round. Yeah, Um, I don't. I don't have the draft board in front of me, but man, probably could have had Cooper Cup. Uh, All right, so on to the. So we're all taking AJ. Um, Pour one out for Nash's season. Uh, Him and Dog can start mock drafting together. Uh, Next up. Herb, your enthusiasm versus our guest. The best that never was are uh, – so two good high-scoring teams here that are having tough weeks. Tough weeks with buys, uh, tough weeks with injuries. So I'm just going to highlight who is is not playing this week for all all our listeners. So for for Brad – Justin Herbert, not playing on bye. Christian McCaffrey, not playing injured. Keenan Allen, not playing on bye. Adam Thielen, not playing on bye. Dalton Schultz, not playing on bye. On Tim's side, we have Gronk, not playing injured. Kadarius Tony, doubtful, injured. Uh, Nick Chubb, not playing injured. Uh, Najee Harris, on bye. Emmanuel Sanders on by Marvin Jones on by. So we got a beauty. We got a beauty here. <laughs> we're not left with much. Uh, Tim, what do you think? I mean, I I, I don't know what to do. I'm gonna I'm gonna loss here. I mean, it's one thing to not start a tight end like I did versus Suggs last year and still happen to win, but. To not have a running back or a flex, um, yeah, I mean, there's just really nothing I can do. I'm not going to drop Marvin Jones or Manuel Sanders or Gronk or Tony. I'm not going to drop them. So I'm just going to hang on to them and see what happens. With, what about Najee? 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. We're, I, I have a plan in place, and, you know, we'll see what happens tonight with the Cleveland running back. If he actually does have a good game, then maybe I'll look into to dropping somebody to, to get another running back in there. But, yeah, I mean, I'm going to lose this week to, unless there's a miracle. I'll, yeah, definitely losing. That's a good point. So are you saying if, if Dearness Johnson scores 30, you're more likely – to make some moves, but if he scores one, then you're just going to pack it in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah, tough yeah. week. Tough week, on, tough week on buys. Um, I mean, in inju- injuries too. I mean, I got Julio. I mean, he's in the lineup, but who the fuck knows if he's playing? He was limited today, which is kind of good. Um, but he's he's done, dude. I'm he's I'm going to let him start this week, and he's I mean, he's gone next week. So, the best days are behind him. If you can, if you can put out some pennies of of fab money, go for it. I wouldn't wouldn't put quite a dollar. I mean, this is it for. I mean, this is the best matchup of the year going against Kansas City, hoping for a high high scoring game. So if it's ever going to happen, this is going to. Yeah, I mean, I watched the game on Monday. I watched the entire game. It looked to me that he maybe did tweak it, but I really do think he was on a snap count. I saw him on the sidelines with his helmet on still, and he was talking to the receivers coach, and you could tell he was pissed off. I think he wanted to come back in, but I, didn't, I think they weren't, they weren't letting him. So I do think he plays, and Buffalo does have a good defense. So, yeah, it's either this week or it's not happening. But you guys can go ahead and just say I'm losing and we can move on. Yeah, I mean, if you don't lose, then if, – if you don't lose this week, then kind of the same way with – with me versus Toronto, I guess we'll get to that when I when my matchup. Then Brad's got to just pack it up because I mean, then yeah, that's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and and at that point, you just know luck's not on your side. Here, I mean, here's the thing though. Like, you've actually got a shot because of all, like, just also how bad. I mean, Josh Jacobs could get eight points. AJ Green could get like four. Harris might not even play. I mean, I think it's, he's trending towards playing, but um, maybe he's on a snap count. Uh, so then you just got to hope McLaurin, Brown, and Carr kind of like stumble. And then if Ruggs has one of those 25 point games, Mahomes puts up 40, Calvin Ridley puts up 25, you could win this thing like 69 to 69 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I've ran those scenarios to my head. So, yeah, I'm, it's definitely not impossible, but it's definitely it's not likely. So we'll, we'll see what happens tonight, and then we'll know more. You guys are in a perfect spot of, of playing each other. Like, it, like, this could be the 12th scoring team versus the 11th scoring team. Oh, uh, yeah. It could, yeah, that, yeah, definitely. We definitely called each other on a, on a good week where, hey, we have one of us has a shot. If we were going against anyone else, it wouldn't be even a shot. So yeah, like the Suggs and Bill matchup, we were saying how they both have full lives. Like if you guys were paired off against one of them, it would be it right would be yeah. over. So uh, maybe you know, thank the fantasy gods for that. So are you picking me? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds. Good. Uh, I have to. I have to be Brad's nice at or be nice to Brad's team at least once all season. So I figured this is a good time. All right. Uh, all right. Game of the week. Five and one in first place. Ooh. 
going against the best team in the league, X Faster versus Grit. Spence, not too high, not too low. Your energy levels are stable. He's getting prepped. I see you're, him. You're, you're, mic- you're, you're now microdosing. How are you feeling? Um, yeah, the microdosing was awesome yesterday. Um, but yeah, man, I um, I'm this, this is what I'm hoping for. Lamar Jackson, Derrick Henry, and Darren Waller give me 120 points combined. Um, I'm really getting fucked with the injury bug right now, and there's nothing you can do about that. Um, my bench is full with full of injury injured players. Struggling to find the right matchups, but glass half full. I'm going against a team with their two top running backs or two of their three top running backs on by. I don't like Tyler Lockett without Jameis Winston. Um, I think I think Michael Pittman's going up against a tough matchup in San Francisco. So I, I think I'm gonna finally get my break here um, and, and and go up against a team that puts up sub 100. And um, you know I'm gonna have a modest week, one one twenty, something like that. Um, I need I need a bounce back week from Lamar. It's a divisional game. It sucks to see the Ravens score so many fucking points and him put up eleven points, and then Mike Williams put up four points. It was it was rough last week, but it's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Um, I know they're not worried about fantasy football, but I'm I'm hoping for a big bounce back week from uh, Lamar, and uh, we'll we'll see what Ayuk is doing after the bye week. <laughs> Fingers crossed on that, but I don't know. I'm not feeling as high on my team as I was a couple of weeks ago. Um, but like I said, never too high, never too low. Keep those vibrations steady. I'm picking myself to win, obviously, clearly. Same with it. It's a close one. Um, just like Julio, it's, um, you know, this week or nothing. I think it's the same with Ayuk. Um, if he doesn't do it this week, he's definitely droppable. He's in another league of mine. He's on the waiver wire for free right now. Um, you know, I don't know, man. This is this is a tough one. I think Jason's gonna luck out with Herbert because I don't, I don't, I don't know if um, what's his name, Damian Williams is gonna be off COVID. They said he has until Saturday. It's ten days for unvaccinated. So if he's a go, then I think Spence might win. But if Herbert's the RB one there, I think I think Jason might win. So I don't know. It's a tough one to call, but. It, I mean, if you look at the season, how it's gone, you know, Spence has kind of gotten fucked a little bit with the points against him. His record, you know, he's got the most points in the league, but he's two and four. I mean, I think unfortunately for all of us, Jason keeps rolling at six and one. Yeah. Sorry, man. It's, you just, you got fucked. If you had AB in, if he was playing over Ayuk, then I, I think you might have it, but that's, that's another, another reason why I, I don't think he got it. Does he yeah, confirm? Is randomly it, pops up. Is like, he confirmed out? Um, I don't think he's confirmed out, but he hasn't. Ankle he sprain. hasn't practiced all. He's not even out there. They got Gronks out there running sprints at least. AB's not wasn't even out there today. Yeah. So who knows? He could he could go, and if he does, I think you're good. But I really, I mean, honestly, it depends on the two players. It depends on Damian Williams coming off COVID, and it depends on if AB can play or not. Really. So hard to pick, but if the Lions are like they are right here, right now, then I'm, I'll go with Jason. Yeah, I um, 
despite all that, I still have to go with Spence. Uh, Tron having no Eckler and no no Robinson is brutal. Um, he is, I mean, he's still able to start a full lineup, which this week is incredible. But you got Herbert going against, you know, Tampa's awesome run defense. Gibson got, I mean, Gibson owners have to be terrified. Like he's like that. If you're a running back and you have a fracture in your leg, like what could possibly be worse that like an injury that you're going to play through, but it's, I mean, one helmet and he's fucked. Yeah, Um, they, They need to rest his ass. He needs to just go on IR rest the next two weeks and come back after the bye. But so he's he's got um, Corey Davis going against New England. Last time he played them, he had two catches for eight yards. Um, the thing he has going for him is the uh, Stafford revenge game. Maybe Stafford puts up fifty. I feel like him and him and McVay have like some. They're, they're the type of people that would do that. Um, yeah, I think Dan Campbell might body slam John McVay. <laughs> But uh, uh, yes, yeah, to Spence's point, that that was crazy last week. How basically <laughs> Lamar Jackson did everything all game long. Would get down to like the five yard line, and then they would hand it off. Um, yeah, it's, every one of their running backs scored a touchdown. Devontae, it was yeah, it was, and Atavius. It was like the best possible game you could have while still scoring low. And I mean, I can't think of another time where a quarterback scored like third or a team would score in the thirties and the quarterback have so little points. Um, Just interceptions too. I mean, he should, you know, the negative three really hurts more than you think. Yeah. I mean, he should have 18 points, but you you get minus six, which I like it. I I do like the rule, but I mean, if they throw interceptions, it really hurts you. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just my, my weekly um, repentance for, for not drafting Derrick Henry. Just on pace to the greatest running back season ever. He already has 10 touchdowns. You weren't um, even close to drafting him. It was uh, not no, even no, no. maybe. Never, never even considered <laughs> it. Uh, with, like truly never even considered it. He's averaging seven more points than the closest person. Um, he's averaging 130 yards a game. Uh, what the thing, and, and it, here's the thing if we did it all over again, I still want to draft him just because, not I mean, knowing what I know now, I would draft him, but like hypothetically, they're throwing in passes now, which is awesome. Like, they've never done it. The thing I don't get is why it took so long, and also, usually, running backs they just come into the league and they're good. Uh, like him and him and Zeke were drafted the same year. Zeke seems like he's a hundred years old and they, they started using him immediately. And Derrick Henry was like, he was like one B to, to Dion Lewis. I just, it's so bizarre. His, his career as a whole is so strange to me. And DeMarco Murray. And I don't, I just don't understand it. Like I well, need. His, his work need, ethic is above and beyond anything that Zeke could ever even get into i mean his workout videos and what he does you never see zeke post shit like that and you know i I just think he's a freak specimen he trains like it so but what i'm saying is like like why were they not using him at the beginning of his career they need to do like a 30 for 30 on it 
Maybe Jeff Fisher was a coach. Who knows? <laughs> um, but he's awesome. I mean, he's on pace to score like 30 rushing touchdowns. I'll put this into context. So he's obviously leading the league in rushing. The person who's in second didn't even play last week. And it's your favorite player, Nick Chubb. So that's that's yeah. how that's how good he is. He's leading the league in rushing, and the guy that's in second place hasn't even didn't even play a game. So the, the rest of the folks that have played every game are so far behind him. <laughs> like it's just unreal. He's got six touchdowns the past two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. How did you lose last week? Oh, Jesus. It's fucking my top two scores score eleven point well, fifteen points combined. Mike Williams shit the bet. All right, so anyways, I'm taking Spence. Um, I just uh, drawn without his his two best players and this Gibson thing, man. I'm not buying it. I'm I, I just I don't trust the Washington will find a way to fuck something up. That is like what they specialize in. They finally have a good young player. They're gonna blow it. Uh, I just I know for a fact they're gonna blow it. So don't get me wrong here. I, I hope Spence wins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to see this team go six and one. It's freaking bullshit. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we're, we're, I'm taking Spence. Um, that's it. So I'll leave you. I'll leave the people with this. Go out there and make some trades. We got. We're a month away from the trade deadline. Uh, Spence, what do you got for him? Change the diet, guys. Yeah, I hear uh, that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> stick with the, stick with your team. Play the waiver wires. Spend some fab money. There's a lot of people out there with a lot of high fab budgets. There's no reason to make a lot of trades. You don't need to make those moves. Let the team, let your team go down with the ship and use your head on the waiver wire. I did the exact opposite. I spent all my money and tried to make as many trades as possible. Not the way to do it. Shit. You're saying let let the season come to you. Tim, thanks for joining. Uh, what, any any last words for the people? Uh, I got nothing for you, man. I um, just, you know, happy to be here as always. Happy to be here. We got we got football in about 40 minutes. Let's see how this uh, Case Keenum, he's probably going to take over the starting job after tonight. Yeah. All right. Good luck out there, guys. We'll see you next week. Always in favor.